You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Strange Familiars. True stories of the paranormal, cryptids, hauntings, the occult, mythology, UFOs, folklore, weird and forgotten history. Please make sure to like and subscribe to Strange Familiars on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you are listening. Please share the Strange Familiars page and episodes on Facebook and other social media. If you have experienced something strange, or if you know a story you would like us to cover, Email strangefamiliarspodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash strangefamiliars, and of course, strangefamiliars.com. Welcome to episode 13. Before we begin, I want to ask your help please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. If we're going to continue to bring you Strange Familiars on a regular basis, it needs to pay for itself. We love doing this podcast, but it takes time and it takes money. We have a lot more planned with a lot of new ideas on the horizon, 
And I know the business model of podcasts is to give something away for free and hope people will reward you for it. And we're trying. But if you can help out, even just $3 a month get you extra content. We just posted a patron-only show a short time ago, and we're about to post another one very soon. You can also get rewards like t-shirts, pins, stickers, and more, all at different subscriber levels. That's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. And thanks, of course, to all of our current patrons. the music we use on Strange Familiars that's done by my band Stone Breath our new album is called Witch Tree Prophets it's available for pre-order now if you get the CD directly from us it comes with a 30 page booklet including lyrics a bunch of illustrations I did specifically for this project and two essays one by me on the witch tree and one by David Weatherly on Topos Go to stonebreath.bandcamp.com for more. Tonight I'm going to be talking with Jim Pyre. Jim is a Strange Familiars listener. He contacted me and we had a really good conversation off the air. So I invited Jim to come on and tell some of his stories about his paranormal experiences. We talk about Will of the Wisps, the Fae, Grassman... Hatman and more. And we also discuss a little bit about what Jim and I think might be going on behind this stuff. From the time we started this podcast, I wanted to feature listener stories, so this has been a real treat for me, talking to Jim. If you have a story of something strange or a, of a paranormal experience, don't hesitate to contact us at Strange Familiars. We'd love to hear from you. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Jim. going to talk with Jim, who is one of our listeners, and he contacted me, and we, we had a talk about some different experiences, and I guess yours, in a way, they start early, if you want to talk about your grandparents' haunted house. Yeah, hey, hey, Tim, how you doing? It's a real privilege to be on. I, I, uh, I'm i a big fan of your work and the show and, and the group you hang out with, man. <laughs> Tell Sarai I said hi. Will do, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I grew up on the south side of Chicago, very working class, blue collar people. And they were sort of, you know, it's there. And if, it, if you can't see it, taste it, or, well, frankly, wear it, it ain't there. But the interesting thing about me is, I, yeah, my grandparents had, it, it was haunted. It really was. And, and the, the real interesting part was, like, when I had friends come and sleep over, they experienced it too. So, I, I thought to myself, well, I must not be crazy, because they can see it and hear it too. So, you know, that's pretty much what uh, sort of spurred me on. But even then, it was sort of like, well, that's interesting. It wasn't something I wanted to research or anything like that. But it was always in my head. So w- what kind of things happen in, in the haunted house, or what, what, what kind of haunting was it? Was this, uh, Did you see things, hear things, or all the above? A little bit of both, actually. Uh, I was uh, now... 
when I got older, it didn't happen so much. But when I was a kid, and this was way back, like in uh, the dawn before the internet, so it was the eighties. Uh, we would hear people walk, well, people, whatever it was, walking on the stairs, going up and down. I saw a mug move on the table. And, you know, we weren't, I mean, you weren't really a, a busy street. There weren't any trucks. It wasn't really a high earthquake zone. So when you'd see that, you'd go, well, that's really odd. So, you know, I didn't see a flaming body or something or it, it, nothing got a knife thrown at me or anything like that. Nothing to really shock you, but things to, you know, give you pause. Friends would hear and see these things too. <laughs> Friends wouldn't want to sleep over anymore. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, I was a lonely child. <laughs> was it... Like, Jim, I ain't coming over. <laughs> Did it become sort of matter of fact? Like, I remember... Um... I visited... Uh, it's one of my brother's girlfriends when I was real young. I was... I, I want to say... It... Later part of elementary school, sixth grade, fifth grade, something like that. And they had what was considered to be one of the most haunted houses in Baltimore. And they were very matter of fact about it because they live with it every day. It was just like, yeah, yeah, we have ghosts. You see, I wish it would have been like that because it would have spared me like years of therapy because my family, I, and I think a majority of people, I don't know if you ever read Douglas Adams, but... They, they, the aliens in one of the, the books had like a not my business field and you'd see the ship and you go eh, it's not my business <laughs> and, and my grandparents and my parents they were like that they're like oh, it's making some noise I, I, I don't know what that is it's not our business and it, it was sort of you could have told me it was a ghost and it would have been fine you know for a kid it's like okay well that's an explanation instead of going nah don't worry about it it's nothing well it is something you know, so what is it? You know, that's that's one of those things that hits you upside the head. Well, wait a minute. There's something going on, you know. What is going on? At the time, did you refer to it as haunted or do, was it just weird things happen at, at uh, you know, Grandma's house? Yeah, it was. It was. I, I think I brought it up, uh, uh, you know, maybe two or three times and I, I, w I was dismissed. So it, it was sort of like that's the thing that happens there. You know, not, you know, it's just what it is. It is what it is. You know, it's like that field. My uh, ex-wife's father-in-law, he, he's another sort of blue collar guy. And he was in the they they flipped homes in Charleston. And he would talk about, you know, it's funny. We had this house and no matter what, this one room was always real cold and always dark. I don't know why. I'm like, yeah, I know why, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's it, it's not. It, it's not. You know, it's not the air conditioning. There is no air conditioning in that home in Charleston in the summer. Like, there's something. There's something up. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know why something yells "Get out!" every time I step into the basement. Sure. <laughs> yeah, must be must be the radio. Wait, there's no electricity. No, no, must be the radio. Okay. <laughs> but I really think people. I really think all of us go to that kind of length to just ignore the the stuff that that interferes with the twenty year mortgage. You know, I think in a way that that might even be a healthy coping mechanism. You know, it's like, eh, don't worry about it. You know, keep on trucking. Just keep on trucking. I think you that know, happens a lot. Like, I, I think you're right. I think, yeah. uh, and people sometimes they literally don't have time for it. You know, like you said, if they're they're trying to pay the bills. They literally just don't have time for it, and other times they they just willfully 
ignore it. Like, I, I, nope, I'm not having this. <laughs> Whatever this is, yeah. just no. Yeah, it's not happening. And folks like us, for better or worse, we're like, what? You know, it, it will it will just ravage your mind for days, if not weeks. I had an experience where I was in a little town in the middle of, and I've talked about it before, but I was in a little town in the middle of Ohio. And one day I was putting on my suit for work and I heard just as loud as somebody standing next to me, he's putting on the vest. And I was putting on the vest to my suit, you know, and I couldn't get a thing done all day. <laughs> I try to do some work and then I, I go, I heard something say he's putting on the vest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It just ruins you, man. In a way, it's like God bless the other folks because they're like, nah, nothing happens. Do 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 do. Yeah. Give me those expense reports. <laughs> well, I know with uh, some of my stuff, which is I'm only beginning to begin to deal with it. It's been a lot easier not to. Yeah, I do get that. I, you know, I think. Uh, oh yeah. I well, I, I know. Oh, I've I've heard your your stuff, and, and you and I have talked in private, and I've heard the other stuff and i i can't imagine not just ignoring it you know what i'm saying you you ignore it for for your well-being i mean especially something like that something traumatic or something you just like oh that was icky that, that, that's what your brain does you know you ignore it i think that's that is a defense mechanism it's a healthy one too makes me wonder how many people just on the regular are having you know weird stuff happen and they're just like eh nope nope not dealing with it I'd love to find out. I'd love to write a book on that. But, like, how would you get it? Because they've ignored it. You know what I'm saying? They've ignored it. I I know. I, I know that it has happened just from talking to certain people. And I'm like, wait, you don't understand what you experienced there? I, I think it's registered, but I don't know how you'd pull it up. Because for them, it's just like, man, eh, whatever. You know, the sky was purple today. Yeah, it's all right. You know, late for work. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> with... Bigfoot witnesses, uh, you'll get people that say, oh, it, w it was a bear. It just happened to be, you know, it was walking on two legs. The bear had really long legs and, and shoulders, and it was swinging its arms and hands, but it was a bear. Yeah, it was It was knocking a, a piece of wood against the tree, but I'm sure bears do that. Yeah, no, yeah, because <laughs> to them, they cannot, if, they're not going to function in life if, the, if it was anything that other than a bear. They, so yeah. in order for them to move on, it has to be a bear. You know, God bless it works. Yes. So I, it's like, I was, I was really, just that little thing. I mean, what was it, like a five second, even less? Uh, you know, it's put, he's putting on the vest. I'm telling you, it wrecked me, man. It wrecked me. I'm like, where does that come from? I know I heard it. I'm, I'm not insane. What's going on? I heard it, you know. It's like, no, no, I got to keep going. No, no, I heard it. I don't know if it's that RH negative, you know, blood type. I think it's that. The, the thing that doesn't let us ignore it that brings us out of the field. I really do. Maybe. I don't know what my blood type is. Someone asked me that, too. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm just a B. Plain old B. But, uh, I mean, that literally does figure into this. When I started talking on Where Does the Road Go, someone wrote Sarai and said, ask him what his blood type is. I don't know. My wife knows. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's—I don't know if that—that's a—that's a theory. I think I think uh, Nick uh, Redford uh, wrote a book about that, about Rh negative blood types, and you might be a hybrid or 
like if you look at people who do UFO research and such, like a majority of them have the RH negative blood type. Right. So, yeah. yeah the, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that's all about. I, it's just one of those things that make you scratch your head. Young experiences. And then I know later on you had some experiences. Did you have much in between anything like crazy during your adolescence or, 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 you know, high school, college time? No, no, not really. I was, you know, and I may have, and I just, it may have just passed me by, but I mostly, I was just keeping my head down sure. and just going through the motions and stuff. You know, that's amassing, amassing the student loan debt, you know, just, just, just doing what I was supposed to be doing, you know. So is the, the experience in Alaska, is that sort of the next major thing? That's pretty big. I've had, I'm not going to lie, I've had some weirdness. I know when I was a little boy, like I said, I grew up on the south side. I know I had an experience where I saw, well, an, air, an airplane, uh, a jet plane, a passenger liner fly above the house. It made no noise, and it terrified me. And I know I ran inside, and my folks were like, ah, oh, it's fine, there's nothing going on. And, and, you know, it was gone. And to this day, I try to remember it. And I go, you know, it really didn't make any noise. I don't know what that is, you know. And it, it, those things sort of disappear. They, they go away in the back of your mind. I'm probably going to remember, like, hours from now, oh, yeah, there was that thing. But, you know, they, they just sort of, you know, they go back and, and just sit there, you know. I guarantee you will remember. I did the same thing with Soraya. The, the couple of days after I, you know, I started talking <laughs> with him, things would just pop into my head like oh yeah there was that when i was you know eight. Oh yeah there was that when i was 12 oh yeah it's yeah. it's a matter of absolutely uh, accessing that part of your memory i think it kind of sparks things again yeah and i you know i'm i'm, I'm always wonder what kind of folder that goes into you know <laughs> right <laughs> yeah it's weird stuff <laughs> yeah. i'll deal with but this someday. it was alaska that really that really kind of floored me. It was uh, it was in the 90s. I hiked a lot when I was younger and I had a hairline and I was fit. I hiked a whole lot. And uh, I went there for my honeymoon and I was hiking and uh, we were camping in a place called Kinnicott. And it was an old copper. Uh, it's, it's an old copper mining town. And the, the mine is all, you know, it's all abandoned and stuff. But you can hike around there. It's a really cool place. And uh, I remember it was, it didn't get like dark, dark, because we were there in the summer. So it got sort of dusk, but enough to where it made like visibility horrible. I can't remember what time it was. All I know it was about as dark as it was going to get sort of that sort of tannish. You can't really see anything in front of your face dark. I think we were hiking around the complex and I was with a guide and some people I made friends with. It had to have been a bit. A half an hour, maybe an hour into the hike, and we were into the forest. There was a lot of forest there, man. And there were lights on our right, and it was a good, I don't know, 50 meters. They were in there, but there, there were lights. And not like UFO lights or like a firefly lights, but they were about the size of a softball. And I remember to this day because they had dimension to them. They weren't. Not that anybody could be out there, but of course the guy could have done something. It could have been a huge hoax, but they had dimension. They they were balls. They were orbs. It's still hard to process in my head because they were floating orbs and they were darting and floating between the trees. 
And I remember I looked at them and I was just amazed. I, I was floored. And it wasn't fear or anything. It was just sort of like, wow. And the fella I had made friends with behind me, he, I, he, was, he was older than I. He was much older than I was at the time. I think I was in my 20s. And he's about my age now. So he was in his, he's in his 40s. And he was, he was shocked. But I think, I think the most interesting thing is was the guy, because this was the guy who's, I don't think he even showered much. I mean, he was like, he was like a, a woodsman. You know, it's like a ranger, you know. Right. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I see him all the time. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh my God. You know, it's like, hey, he's going. We're going to be late. We got a schedule to keep. Yeah, they're, they're, they're neat. Okay, keep going. Like, well, dude. <laughs> well, the. But that, that is real. Yeah, he yeah. may have been trying to keep you focused. I mean, the, you, the legends around here with lights in the woods, and I know other places in the country too, are do not follow them. You're right, the Willowists. You're, you're right, uh, and you know the thing about it is, looking back, I probably would have followed them because there was no fear, but there was this amazing sense of curiosity. There really was. I, I can't say about the older fella. I think he was more shocked just from the look on his face, but. I was smitten. I was like, what in the heck are those? And I want to go see. I, unfortunately, I am always, I have always been that guy, even from like being a little kid, you know, where you, it's like there's a cave and it says free hugs. And I'm like, <laughs> that ah, seems legit. Let's go on it. I just, I just, my curiosity gets the best of me all the time. Sure. So it was, it, yeah, it was something. It really was. And that, that sort of had, uh, a huge impact on me. It really did. And from that point on, I really wanted to learn a lot. I remember going to a bookstore when I was there or in surrounding areas and like picking up everything I could about folklore and just Alaska horror stories and that uh, ghost stories and such. You know, did they have any that's color? Really, when it hit me, these lights. Did they have? Any- as, as, you know, as I remember, I. <laughs> You know, some days they do and some days they don't. So I'm pretty sure they didn't because as I see it in my head, it was that weird dusky sort of light out from the, from the sky. So I know you don't really see colors all that well. So if anything, they were just sort of bright white. Mm-hmm. About how many were there? Oh, uh, at least three. At least three. And, uh, you know, and, and looking back... It was sort of like they were dancing or playing between the trees, you know, just bobbing up and down, like swimming almost, you know. I'm and maybe I'm skipping too far ahead here, but but eventually you kind of came to the conclusion that that these were fae or related to the fae. Oh, I think so. I mean, here's the deal. I say that, and people think I'm more of a crackpot than I am. But when I say say, it's because I get tired of saying like creatures we don't know or, you know, transdimensional entities. I just for 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 just for brevity, I call them say, sure. you know, as it, ter- it turns out, they sort of match up, you know, it, in a way, I'm sort of like a poor man's uh, Joshua Cutchin. I've got his <laughs> books and stuff, but I, I haven't done any writing myself. But I think I'm, a, I'm along the path. He's way ahead of me, but I, I'm still along that path. You know, I started writing an introduction to a book that I may or may not ever publish, and I was talking about Joshua, and I said, uh, I think we're on the same page, and then I said, no, I think we're in the same book, and he's a few chapters ahead of me. <laughs> I I agree, man. I agree. Uh, the, the man knows. 
He is he is like the 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 old fella in uh, the Mothman prophecies that Richard Gere goes to. Sooner or later, uh, Josh is going to be like, I can't talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. <laughs> you got to leave my office. Well, hopefully we can keep him talking because uh, that's right. That's right. He's. I think Just he's keep doing more books. He's one of the treasures of, of of our community. I think the paranormal community, or whatever label you want to put on this subculture, I think he's he's a real treasure. Did you come to this conclusion sort of at the time after looking around, or, or was it over the course of years that you said like like I, you know what I think? Yeah, it was years. It was years. Yeah, it really was because I started uh, I started reading about UFO abductions because you saw those lights. With well, and I know you know you see those lights sometimes with with Bigfoot sightings or the hairy hominid sightings, and mm-hmm. and then there may be a craft or there might not be, and then you got the high strangeness, and all of a sudden somewhere in my mind it it went in all into that weird folder, and you know out fell out. Hey, you know what? There's a common denominator to all these things, and it's it's the same. It really is. It's you know, it, it is. You know, these things have been happening as long as we've been here. You know, at least as long as we've recorded it, and I guarantee you a lot longer. So, you know, this, these aren't new phenomena. Oh, I agree, totally. I, and uh, Joshua, and, and now you have, uh, you guys are winning me over. I, like I said, this stuff is <laughs> sort of at the periphery. I was, you know, I knew it was part of it. I knew, it, you know, but uh, there's so many parallels that it becomes pretty impossible to ignore. There's always room for one more, my friend. We got got free cookies. (laughs) You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So what's next? The Grassman experience or the Hatman experience uh, chronologically? No, uh, a- actually the Grassman thing. I-, I haven't told anybody about the Hatman thing. So that's sort of a, a low point. So I- I'll talk about the Grassman. I was in, I was in Ohio. I-, I lived in Ohio for years and years and years. I was just doing ghost hunting. I was, I was doing everything I could to tell you the truth. I was looking for UFOs and I stumbled on a group and we became good friends. And uh, they, they were they were hunters, uh, really rugged sort of woodsy guys. I learned a lot of stuff from those guys. Uh, I think they, if anything, sort of 
helped me realize, and again, I think you know this too, you, you, you begin to realize, okay, you know, people may sort of go, oh, these guys are a bunch of lug nuts and they're not real bright, but they've got interesting stories and they've got interesting experiences and you get to know them and, you know, they're not messing with you. So if they say they saw something, I'm more likely than not to believe they saw something, you know. Oh, yeah. Or if they say, hey, you know what, go, go south against the river if you're ever lost and you'll find something. I'm like, okay, you know, I, I, will, I will take everything they gave me to heart. I really will. You know? Sure, yeah. But what had happened was a friend of a friend had opened up some land for hunting and it was a lot of land, and it was it was way down south, close to oh, I, I can't remember the name of it, but it was it was a a forest preserve basically. And the guy had just tons and tons of acres, and he was a city boy from Columbus, and he was putting up game trails and sort of uh, refurbishing a house. And he saw something in his periphery, and you know he, he freaked. I mean, naturally he freaked. So that's how we ended up going down there. And we were going to make it for a weekend because, you know, we were a bunch of weekend warriors anyway. So they packed up their trucks and stuff, and I had my little car. I was really out of place, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went down there. It was a good ride because I was living in Columbus, too. So it was it was a few hours. And then we, we got there. We, we made camp. Lots of trucks, lots of tents, lots of guns, and lots of beer. It was pretty much, you know, us sitting around and BSing for most of the day until it got late. And then the guys all, well, a majority of the guys, there were five of us, a uh, majority of the guys went to bed and it was me and, and uh, two other guys uh, were up. And <laughs> about three o'clock in the morning, we heard something. And all of a sudden you're at that point where, you know, you're a little bit tipsy and then you're stone cold sober. <laughs> I have it on the computer, but it doesn't do it justice because it was that infrasound. You could you could feel it in your chest, and I I hadn't experienced that. Uh, I mean, outside of a concert and maybe going in front of the lion, you know, enclosure at the zoo, you don't really experience that anywhere. And you feel that sort of rumble in your in your in your chest cavity, and all of a sudden, it's like, what in the hell is that? And it happened three times because the second time the guys got out of the tents, the two guys got out and, you know, everybody's got guns except me. I've got my reporter like a doofus. Everybody's got guns. And <laughs> I remember, I remember, I said, anybody want to go look to see what that is? And they're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, Tim, the next morning, got out. I mean, we, we didn't sleep. Uh, we, we stayed until the, the you know we we stayed near the fire all night, but we 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 got our stuff together. We took the trail cam and we left. <laughs> <laughs> so and so in the the grass man, the great grass man hunt. It sounded off in a in a howl howling kind of scream. Is that what we're talking about? It was like a deep scream. It wasn't sort of like a monkey like yowler scream. It was deep like a lion cross with a gorilla so more like you know a roar saying, like that infrasound deep yeah a roar perfect yeah and it was like i said you went from from tipsy to sober in in a second like boom what was that you know all the hairs pull up on your on your on your neck and you're like oh god you know maybe this wasn't such a good idea 
And you know, I I don't know why we felt that. Well, I know I know I felt that way. Looking at the guys, I'm pretty sure they felt that way. But they really were armed. I mean, they they had enough firepower to, to what you would think would be to bring down something like that. But you don't know, and your body certainly says no, no, you need to go. This this isn't right for you. And, you know, and they didn't want to go looking for it. So I was like, all right, you know, that's that's good enough for me. Fair point. Right. I'm sit yeah. right here next to the fire until daylight. I've not experienced the roar. I've heard several people talk about the roar. They all describe it the same well, way. Does it sound similar? Because it was terrifying. I It was terrifying. Well, they talk about, like you said, like like they can feel it in their body. You know, I mean, that's that's something you yeah. hear again and again like like it, it it shook my body or i could feel it in my body i've even heard people say the low growls they can kind of feel in their body they can you know almost feel the vibration of the, of the low growls from those things but the fear out of nowhere even without the aid of the the roar i have experienced and it, it was hard to stay in place when there was nothing to see and no roar to hear so I can only imagine you hit that roar. I don't. I don't know that a gun is going to give you too much comfort. You know. Uh, yeah, and that's really what it was. There was there wasn't a lot of comfort. We all hugged. We all hugged the fire, which is kind of a very, in my mind, it's like as primitive as you can get. You know, it's like here we are. It's like uh, you know, two thousand and whatever five, and we've got we've got everything modern technology can afford us, and we're huddled next to a big fire. I mean, that, that's pretty telling, you know, in my mind. It's like, all right, it won't come by the fire. It won't come by the fire. <laughs> it calls to that, you know, Stone Age hunter-gatherer that we are still, in many ways, gather around the fire. The fire oh, yeah. Fire will keep you safe. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, what's it, the, 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 they always do that uh, the joke about, hey, look, it's a caveman in modern times. hee, <laughs> hee. Like the trick is, we're all cavemen in modern times. That's what's really funny. You yeah, know, there's there's not much changed up there, you know. That's because it really, it, you know. I, but I do wonder. I do wonder. Is it something that where is it just so because it's big or because it's loud? I mean, for you, like for me, I know that that sound was terrifying. It really scared me. But like I said, when when I talked about the Hat Man, I was also really afraid. And there really was no reason for it. And in fact, it's it's sort of a shameful event. So is it something they're giving off? Is it something our brains are going, this shouldn't be here, so we short, sort of short circuit? Is it something very like lizard brain going, you know, it's something I should get away from no matter what? I, I don't know, you know? was my thing the only way i could describe it was fight or flight and I, if i have to be honest there was not much fight going on it was my whole body was saying get you <laughs> know run get yeah, out of here I, were you were you alone or i was yeah okay okay here's the hat man thing i was living in columbus it was a weeknight i know it was a weeknight because i was grocery shopping with my ex-wife so many exes, man. I've got so many exes. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was grocery shopping. We had pulled into the garage, shut the garage. We were coming into the house because the garage was in an alley, and then we had our yard, and then the and then the house. And I had groceries, and she was right behind me with other groceries. And I had the key, and I was opening up the the back door, and I turned, and I saw 
I, and we had lights. We, we have uh, alley lights. And I saw, well, what is called the hat man. It was about six feet tall. And I know it because I saw it walk against, like it, it was walking in the, the alleyway and it came out from the side of my garage. And I know it didn't see us. I, I'm pretty sure it didn't see us because it kept going on its way. But it was it was six feet tall. It had uh, like a, a hat. It wasn't a, a, a top hat. It was sort of it, the the brim was big. It was I, I think it was a Stetson man. I don't know. It was a hat. But the trick is, and like I said, this is why it's sort of shameful. Is that I got in the house and closed the door on my wife. Oh wow. <laughs> You know the deal is though it it took me it took me about two or three seconds, and it it was that fast going what the what what am I doing? She's out there. What am I doing? And I opened the door back, and she was right by the door, and she she was the one who said, you know, you look you look like a ghost. What's wrong? And at that point, it, it was gone. So it it was just tooling down the alley, and I assume it kept tooling. And like I said, this is not this is not something that's going to be on the high point of my life when I look back. You know, it's like, how could you have done that? But it sure. was just so terrifying. I can't explain it. You know, it's like we always want to be the action hero, and I couldn't. I couldn't not. I was like a rabbit, and I've never. I've never. I've never been like that. I really haven't. I mean, I. That's not me. I mean, hey, your wife's outside. You know, there's some crazy killer out there. I'll shut the door. No, that's not. No, no, man. That's like, what's his name? The doctor in Lost in Space. No, that ain't me. But it was just sort of something that, like, short-circuited your system. I, I don't know how else to describe it because it only lasted as long as it took me to shut the door and recover. It was just a dark figure and a half. So I'm, I'm like, well, what is it? This is another one that sort of bothers me because I really try to take it apart and go, what caused that? I mean, because I really just saw a dude in a hat. So why did I get so scared? You know, that's, I have no idea. That's the odd thing that, that uh, even, you know, shadow people, they're just shadows, but people don't get good vibes from, you know, it's it's the thing where it's like, you know, so we take the obvious, like a, a 10 foot tall hair covered you know, thing with gorilla with fangs charging you, you know, that's something to wet your pants over. But, oh yeah. But yeah, she, but this but, is just, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just random student in an alleyway. had like, Hey, what are you doing here? Random dude. Right. Get out of here. You know, hit the road. In, in the case of my thing. I mean, I didn't, there was nothing to see. There was a couple sounds which were completely and totally inconclusive. There was a smell that was, you know, it wasn't so intense that it was going to make me wretch or anything. It just happened to be there. And that was it. But it, the, the hair on the back of my neck was standing up. And, and for all the world, I, I think if I could have run, I would have. I think my legs were not a bang. They were gone, huh? Yeah, I think I, think I was yeah. just kind of like, and I was in that zone where I was like, I don't know what to do here. Like, do, do I run? What do I do? You know, is running a good idea? <laughs> yeah, no, I... I, I it used to be because this happened a long, long time ago, and and thankfully I have not had such a, a moment of cowardice since. But there used to be a part of me that's like, well, they must like shoot out some kind of field to make you just stupid scared. But now 
I think I, I'm a little more subtle in the fact that I think I think they're not supposed to be here. I don't think they have some sort of special ability. I think maybe they're they might be as confused about the whole thing as we are. Like maybe the thing didn't even know where it was or that I saw him or anything. I mean, I don't know, but it was the fact that it wasn't supposed to be there. Maybe in, in this, well, for lack of a better word, universe plane right. that does something to us. And we go, uh, uh, you know, it, it just shorts us. It's like, no, this can't exist. You know, this can't be here. It would work across the board. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, for From uh, your uh, aliens. I, I really just like calling them aliens, but it's a good shorthand. I don't believe they're they're from another planet. But, uh, you know, from aliens to Bigfoot. Same thing, man. To, I know. Yeah, for yeah. sake of brevity. Yeah. There's certainly that common factor of, of fear across the spectrum. Whether we're talking, you know, ghosts, poltergeists. Bigfoot, aliens, whatever. There is that element of intense fear that that people report. Not always, of course, not always, but a lot, you know. And you wonder if there is something to that, like the universal thing that they all have in common is maybe they aren't supposed to be here, or or maybe we aren't supposed to see them. Yeah, maybe it's wrong to put it all in in the same folder because, like I said, I mean the the, the growl. Yeah, I think that's enough to get anybody scared. I wasn't particularly terrified when I heard, I mean, I've heard voices, ghost hunting and stuff. And as a child, I wasn't particularly terrified. Uh, The the Arizona thing, like I said, I think that was by intent. I wasn't terrified. But this thing, it was just like, you know, it just sort of turned you off. So I, I, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we'll ever know, but I, it, it's something to really go, why Why is that caused that? Why? Unfortunately, I think you're right. I do not feel like answers are forthcoming with this stuff. Um, I know that yeah. that upsets some people who are looking to put a Bigfoot in a zoo and make friends with these little scientists from other planets or, or, or whatever, whatever their particular thing is. But sadly... These questions have been around as long as we've been keeping records. Uh, they just called them folklore yeah. before. <laughs> we haven't answered it yet. No, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I get the same thing from people, and I go, you know, I I love my cat. I think I think Mr. Pickles is the smartest guy around. But you know what? As much as I try, I can't teach him French. Right. <laughs> and I don't think I don't think we have the ability. <laughs> you know, I might be wrong, but you know, I don't think right. I don't think we have the ability. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I can, I, I can get them. I can get them every Rosetta Stone class in the world. <laughs> you can learn it. It might come down simply that we don't have the organ to understand it. In other words, uh, if we never had eyes, the concept of color would be pretty kind yes. of beyond. No, us, I, I absolutely yes. I absolutely agree, and and if if sort of I can expand on that, we we basically have all the senses we need to survive, and nothing more. We don't have anything extra, you know. Everything everything extra we've sort of built, but if we don't know what to build, good luck, man. Maybe we'll fall on it accidentally. You never know. Right. But you know, evolution is kind of funny. It's like, do you need X-ray vision to survive? No. Nope. All right. Don't need that. You know, nope, ain't going to get it. Yeah. it right. It's just not going to happen. As I always say, I hope I'm wrong. I hope somebody figures it out. That would be lovely. 
I don't feel like yeah. yeah I don't feel like we get we get to do it. I do not feel like there are a lot of smarter people out there than I am, and I know I I listen to a good amount of what do they call it now conspiratainment, and there are people who say you know there might be some sort of uh, quote unquote deep state science where they they already know it's like hey you know what fantastic maybe maybe they'll let us know but. Yeah, I'm with you. I I don't I don't think so. I I just don't think so. Yeah, I think yeah. Th- we'll see. They we, might we will see. They might know more. You know, it like I, I always describe it as a puzzle. They might they might have more pieces of the puzzle, uh, but I doubt that they've solved the puzzle or even a corner of the puzzle really. Yeah. Cause yeah. The puzzle's a, a five D fractal. That, yeah. I'm sort of Lovecrafty in that way because I, 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 at a certain point, I don't think we're all that important enough to know. It's like, what makes you think this whole grand design is for you to know? I mean, what, what, you know, it's just hubris on our part. Oh like, yeah. yeah. We can figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. No, man. <laughs> you don't yeah. get to know. I think it was on where did the road go? We were talking recently about the afterlife. And I said, I don't think we get any answers in the afterlife. What about life has shown us that we were, we're going to get anything more than more questions in the afterlife? Oh, I know. I, if we, that's got to be something with our parents or something, because my parents believe that, too. And I'm like, well, did you get some book I wasn't aware of? How, where, how do you know this? Yeah. <laughs> like, You're going to find out who killed Kennedy? How? What? Right, yeah. I think it's going to be like Beetlejuice, man. <laughs> All of these great mysteries, every yeah. mystery, we never solve it. We just were presented with 100,000 more questions, yeah. you know? And uh, Yeah. I, I, who's to say it's any different than what we're living now? I, I mean, that really is the trick, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I just, I just don't have a lot of confidence that we're going to get, you know— a, we're gonna uh, pass on, and then and uh, some guy with a long white beard is gonna meet us with a great big book of you know here's your encyclopedia <laughs> of all the answers. No, the great irony is that it'll be that big book, and I'll go, yeah, you you got about three minutes. Use <laughs> <laughs> <was> wisely. <laughs> You're due to reincarnate in three minutes and forty seconds. So do your do your best there. <laughs> That's right. And, and when you when you get back, you won't remember any of it. Exactly. Yeah, you're not going to remember any of it anyway. So have fun. That's crazy enough to where it might be true. <laughs> My wife uh, always says that she only has faith in irony. That's that's the only thing that that uh, that she has faith in. So. That is awesome. Yeah. Yes. Very very true. Now I I. Between you and me, I think there are, I mean, I, I'm not discounting that there are aliens, aliens from some other planet. You know, if if it comes to that, can we go faster than light or whatever? Yes, yeah, sure, fine. But if, if that is the case, it doesn't change anything. Because I think we'll ask them, hey, do you know what those lights are in the forest? And they'll go, we thought you knew. Right. I don't <laughs> think it's going to change anything, man. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be that scratching your head yeah i yeah. really do we but, can we can tell you how our ion drives work but we can't tell you what what those things are yeah yes oh well, you know nope no idea like like when you were in the forest right where you were how do you know that it wasn't you who shifted and it was that thing that's that's where i'm getting at now like how how do you know like i've gone hiking and stuff by myself and 
I realize that's colossally stupid, but there have been times when I've looked around and go, I don't recognize this place. And I know damn well I've been there like a hundred times before. What was it just my brain whacking out or was I really in a different place? I, I don't know. I mean, this was long before the time of GPS. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. You know? Yeah. So even I've, if you've I, got I, the GPS, why aren't you on some different planet with different GPS? Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. You know? Yeah, I've experienced very similar things. And the reverse. Either, like, I know I've been here, but I, this doesn't look familiar. Or the reverse. There's no way I could have ever been here, but I know exactly where I am. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And it, it, it's very easy to go, well, that's some sort of brain hiccup. And I, that's fine. That may be. What's causing it is the next step. Because it, it's in my mind, well, you're doing the same thing I'm doing. You're just going, yeah, well, it's this. Well, how do you know? Well, it's just a guess. Well, I'm guessing that maybe you're not here anymore. Right. You know, either way, I want to know what's causing it. I mean, really, I want to drill down and find out, okay, what's causing this issue? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I think with you and me and folks like us, that's the stuff that keeps us up at night, you know? And I, 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 I wouldn't give it away for, for the world. I really no, that, well, that's the thing. I went, through, uh, <laughs> I went through a period at some point of, of very real depression. Luckily, it didn't, it didn't last too long. But in regards to coming to realize that I don't get the answers to this. As much as I love mm. love this stuff, as much as I make it a part of my, my daily routine, as much as I dig in as many books as I read, the answers are not forthcoming. I'm not going to get them in my lifetime. I mean, that's I, I hope I'm wrong, but I kind of really feel like uh, that's just the way it is. And that's something you have to, to settle with. And eventually, yeah. I, eventually I decided answers are no. I still love this stuff. So Yeah, yeah and it's, I know it, it seems trite, and it is an old chestnut, but just enjoy the ride, man. That's that's all you can do. Just enjoy the ride. You yeah, know? that's that's it. Yeah, you know? I hope me or someone I know stumbles on more of those puzzle pieces. But if it doesn't happen, uh, I'm still in it. I'm still looking. Yeah, me too. Ab- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, me too. I I can't say anything other than it's it's been a blast. It really has been. You know, and if I do get to meet like some flower pixie or some guy from what's it zeta reticuli you know all the better you're right all the better if that yeah it's all right yeah <laughs> it's okay really because <laughs> i tell you what i ain't going i ain't going grass man hunting again for the rest of my life <laughs> you can have that no man ain't doing it god bless those guys that go back i i know i've, I've read plenty and i bet you know plenty of them it's like nope i'm done nope nope <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't a you know ton, uh, you know tons of muscle you know almost eight feet tall can bend you you know snap you in half just as as much as looking at you oh yeah I'm in I'll go look no pass <laughs> no. no no not doing that either no well Jim let's wind this up first of all do you want people to contact no oh yeah no that's fine I, I love talking it's it's hard to shut me up. You just have to understand I'm a crackpot. I have a website. It's uh, jimpire.com. I am, I, I, I'm the failed podcaster of epic proportions, but uh, I'm going to be in October starting uh, something on YouTube with a bunch of friends, and I'm working on 
uh, a bit of nonfiction about spooky stuff in Illinois. So yeah, come come by and say hello. And again, Tim, I'm really flattered to, to talk to you, man. It's been a pleasure. Oh, thanks for coming on, and, and I'm I'm sure we'll talk to you again. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Take care, buddy. You Bye. too. Strange Familiars is a production of Dark Holler Arts. Music, art, books, podcasts, and more. DarkHollerArts.com Intro and background music by Stonebreath. Go to stonebreath.bandcamp.com for more.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.